Good morning, good afternoon, good night. It is time for my podcast, your podcast, everybody's favorite podcast. The Unwrapped Mind is back at you for another episode. Hey, thank y'all for tuning in and thank everybody for making this podcast is what it is. I hope y'all spreading the word and getting it out to all your friends. Friends don't let friends walk around with their minds all wrapped up. Tell them to sit back and unwrap with the Unwrapped Mind, with the Unwrapped Mind podcast. Anyway, and we're going to get into it. Try not to keep y'all long today. Try to just go through the flow and just enjoy. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about my day. I had, uh, I think I double booked myself. Does that happen a lot to people? I mean, especially as adults, we think we got all the time in the world or we forget we got appointments and we end up double booked. I did that today. And let me tell you, it is the single most stressful thing to have an appointment at one place and then got to shoot your way across town in less than 20 minutes for an appointment at another place. And then when you get there, you're still late. So when you're late, especially to the doctor's office, when you're late, you have to wait for almost an hour or so for them to find you an appointment. And this is my, this is what I hate about it. I'm not discounting the fact that I'm late because I'm late, but I hate when I'm on time and I still got to wait that same hour anyway to get the same treatment. Like if I got an appointment at 1020, and I'm not even seen until 11.10, I don't think that's right. Because I spend 30 minutes in the waiting room, another 20 minutes sitting in your little room on your little butcher's paper on that little bed for a five-minute consultation. I don't think that's right. But when I show up late, I'm still waiting an hour anyway. Like, what are y'all doing? What are y'all doing in that doctor's office where everything is taking that much time? Like I showed up, it wasn't even an hour late. I showed up 20 minutes, not even 20 minutes. I showed up 15 minutes late, 15 minutes late for my appointment. Exactly 15 minutes. I had to wait over an hour to be seen for something that took less than five minutes. Honestly, less than five minutes. If you scratch all the taking my blood pressure and doing checking my vitals, it took them less than five minutes. What are y'all doing? Like, what wh- what is the holdup where it takes an, an hour for a five minute consultation? You know, whether it's on the front end or the back end, that's just too dang on long. You know, make do something better. You know, as professional doctors and practitioners, do something better. Just do something better. So that was like the most part of my day. And it was just kind of frustrating for me. <sighs> so got checked out because, yo, the flu. Well, I got checked out because I wasn't feeling good. As far as just congestion, but the flu went through my house and boy, did it tackle my kids. It put my kids down hard last week. So now they in recovery back to school, back to doing the things they do. And, uh, you know, you just find out like school don't don't give work like you used to. I remember when you were sick, you came home with a packet of work that you had to have complete before you get back. Now it's a check the Internet or, you know, They'll give it to you when you get back in town. It's just not the same. It's different. Like a kid can sit home all week and be sick and not do one ounce of work. Get back to school. He got to do double the amount of work. That don't make sense to me. Definitely think we need to be doing something a little bit better to keep these kids entertained. Unless y'all just like, hey, let them be sick. Let them get over it. And, and you know, when they get better, then they'll, you know, they'll do the work. I disagree with that. I'm like, hey. And no sense them being sick, sitting at home in my house all day, you know, doing nothing. Put these kids to work. 
Let them use their minds. They can't do much more. But that's me. That's me. That's how I look at it. That's how I feel. Um, I'm going to talk about the holidays, man, are here. We are literally, literally 12 days away from Christmas. And I can tell you, I think our tree just went up like two days ago. I ain't got a light hung outside the house. It is just like, it's not normal. I ain't listening to Christmas songs like I used to. It is just like the most unnormal feeling for Christmas. Like it is not that usual Christmas spirit. I guess that's the word. It just ain't there. And man, I don't know where, I don't know where, where it's at. You know, um, I'm looking for it. Maybe I think it's time that we do something different, you know, as a family. I think the, the sitting at home for Christmas has probably played itself out. I definitely think a family trip is in order. Um, I'm quite sure my wife will be in on it. Um, to all my older friends and all my older friends, like, what do y'all do to, to keep that Christmas alive? Cause it definitely ain't like TV where you see people, you know, like, Throwing snowballs, it don't snow where I'm at, but you know, having that Christmas spirit, throwing tinsel and stuff on the trees, and you know, they playing music and putting the tree up as a family. That don't happen. What are y'all doing to get that feeling? How did y'all get that going? Like, and how do you bring it? Because you know, when you got teenagers and adult kids, it just ain't there. It really, really ain't. I think we we probably in the last year or two of putting up the Christmas tree because it's just not that it's not that exciting. It really ain't. So we got to figure out something to do because I don't know. Christmas spirit is, is lacking and, and not because we don't like Christmas. It's just we ain't feeling it. We definitely just ain't feeling uh, Christmas. So um, and just kind of sit back and chill about some things that just been going through my mind. So if, if, if you're like me, the Internet is one of your biggest ways. Social media is is one of your biggest platforms and ways to communicate with people and interact with people. How many of us have a, a, a social media personality? And when I say that, I don't mean that you're on social media doing more than what you should, but social media allows you to be different than what you are. Like if you're, if you're an introvert, social media allows you to be an extrovert. If you're an extrovert, social media allows you to be an introvert and kind of watch the world. And and if you're one of them people who like to engage with strangers, it lets you exhibit a part of your personality that you never would. How many of us are out there on social media doing those things? Um, not doing anything wrong. I'm not saying you're on social media cheating on your spouse and starting the Internet relationships. Just exploring different aspects of your personality, because for the most part, you may be interacting with people who don't know you at all. So it gives you a chance to be that that super hype guy who is going to enjoy people more. Uh, it gives you that chance to be uh, a little more extroverted than what you would be because, you know, on a typical day, you're closed in. You're an introvert and social media now allows you to talk to people who you don't have to see or you don't have to connect with. And it's just a relief for you. It's a release valve. You know, how many of us are using social media for that? As opposed to just, you know, watch. How I many of us just lying? How I many people on social media just made up a whole new life for themselves and they're lying? Because that happens too. 
You know, uh, you get on there, you, you meet people, you go in a group, you start group chats with people and you just make up a whole new life for yourself. And, and nobody knows because once again, you're talking to people who may not even be who they say they is. That guy could be a girl. That girl could be a guy. And and shoot, you just get the chance to just live out your 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 fantasy and be who you want to be on social media because nobody going to call you out for it. So how many of us are just living those lives on social media that that just different aspect of ourselves, and we're just taking advantage of it? I mean, if you are nothing bad, no shame on you. But I, I definitely think there are people who um, accentuate parts of their personality or life or what they want it to be on social media. Because once again, who's going to call you out? I don't think people are calling you out for it. Um, interesting tidbit, nugget of news. Uh, for any of my friends, and I know I got at least three friends, a Wu-Tang is starting a residency out in Vegas next year, beginning in February. Uh, tickets go on sale December 15th, which is Friday. If somebody want to get down and go to Vegas and go check out the Wu-Tang, let me know. So we can plan us a little getaway to go check out Wu-Tang. I can't go on March because I already got a couple plans in March. But, hey, this February thing to go see the Wu, I'm all about it. I think it'll be dope to go out there with a, with a couple of my friends, swing through Vegas, go check out the Wu for a weekend, come back, and just have a memory. So if any of my friends listening, um, I can't say any people that I don't know. So any of my fans, or I'm not even going to say fans, any of my Unwrapped Mind family, if I don't know you, I can't really get with you like that. Because unfortunately, I am an introvert and I don't really take on meeting strangers. Uh, but if any of my friends want to get up and go see the woo, they got a residency going on. It would be mega dope to, to swing out there, hook up with a gang of y'all and go see Wu-Tang perform their greatest hits. I know all the songs and uh, I'll be in the audience standing on the chair doing my best Wu-Tang impersonation. So and let's get it on. Let's get up there and let's see what it's about. Usher had his turn. Now the Wu coming through because Wu-Tang is for the kids. So let's see what it's about, man. So somebody hit me up, you know, shoot me a quick line. I'm all about going to see the Wu. I know it's at least three of y'all. I know who really considering that offer. So I'm all about doing it. Uh, you know, my regular run-ins, muddles. Of course, I'm going to talk about hot traffic. I cannot wait for schools to go on Christmas break. So traffic can be a little less because right now traffic is the worst and people are just doing the dumbest things in traffic still, still. And I swear, like, because I look at people, I want to know if you are in your car and you're digging up your nose, where are you putting that booger in your car? Like, seriously, what are you doing with it? Because I, I look and I seen this lady today. She probably was a whole finger up in her nose. And my thought was, where is she going to put that? Like, where is she going to put that? It, it, it's, it was just nasty. Like, because she was, she was definitely doing it. And I'm like, is she going to wipe it on her seat, on her clothes? Like, where is she going to put that? Like, ugh, just nasty. Um, And watching these people drive. Like, people, for the love of God, for the love of God, just put on a blinker. Really, that's, that's all you got to do. You put on a blinker, I promise you, traffic ain't that bad. Put a blinker on when you're driving. That way people know what you're doing. People ain't got to be guessing about what you're trying to do in traffic. It ain't hard. You pay too much for your car not to use that one little feature. Just do it. 
I'm begging you. Just do it. Do me a favor. You want to give me a Christmas gift? Use your blinker before I go off on your car and kick and, and just ram you or something. That's what I'll be thinking about. Just ramming you in my car. But, you know, I have to digress. I, I won't. But I want to. I want to just ram you because y'all pissing me off. You know, it really is. Oh, um, well, anyway. So uh, what did I do over the weekend? Yo, I got to see the color purple or, or, or early screening of the color purple. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was well put together. Definitely. I've seen the color purple all three ways. Now I've seen the movie. I've seen the Broadway play. I've seen a theatrical musical. They all stand alone. They're all good. They're all worth going to see. Um, anytime I get to see Fantasia sing, I'm all about it. I love hearing Fantasia sing. Uh, I, I didn't think it was fair that somebody has to sing with Fantasia because her voice is just so powerful. They She drowns you out. You know, she's the center of my attention anyway when she's singing because um, she's just that good of a singer to me. So it's definitely worth seeing, though. Well cast, uh, well put together, you know, follows greatly along with you, everything you remember. So you're not going to say, I don't remember that part. Uh, The makeup, the costuming is amazing because apparently Sierra is in this movie and I didn't recognize her. My wife had to point her out like, yo, she was this person. That's how good her makeup was. I didn't recognize this being Sierra. I thought it was somebody completely different. Um, So that was just cool to me. A lot of just good, good performers, good singers, uh, dance routines were, were were on point. Actors were crisp. Uh, was it Corey Hawkins, the dude who played Dre in the NWA movie? He gets a ton of a ton of good parts. He was in um, what in the Heights, where he got to show off his singing skills. Uh, obviously, he's a good actor because he's been in several movies. Uh, he kills it as Harpo. I just think he's a, he was a good choice. Um, what else, man? What I mean, it was just all around good movie, good experience. I like the story it tells, you know, the strength of, you know, the woman and the strength of having family, strength of belief and believing and knowing that, you know, you can pull through adversity if you just fight and go through it and believing in yourself. You know, those those are great messages to have, especially in movies. Uh, I'm going to have to take my daughter because she said she wanted to see it. So I'm going to take her to go see it and hopefully. She'll pull out of it what I pulled out of it. You know, I, I, I'm hopefully she'll want to read the book at some point. You know, um, you know, kids ain't real big on reading books nowadays, but hopefully seeing this play will make her want to read the book and make her, you know, enjoy the book as much as everybody else does. You know, make her realize how important this book is to our culture and to our history. So I'm going to take her to go see it. I am. So I'm going to take my little one to go see The Color Purple. Um, so, um, on a serious note, real serious. And I know I try not to be serious on, uh, on here cause I want this to be entertainment. I want this to be something you can come to and relax and find yourself at ease with, with the world around you. But, um, talking to my man's today, he made me realize something I hadn't thought about in a long, long time. Um, and it's a cold world out there and, and, and you got to bring your own heat. You know, and what that means is you got to be able to to not just survive, but to live. You know, a lot of people are, are are surviving and we don't recognize that because sometimes we're too busy surviving. 
But he was hitting me with the really with the realism of being in the world and the life he goes through. And I might and I'm thinking like, man, I don't I don't I haven't felt that way in a long time. And when I heard my man talking to me, I was just like, man, you know what? I understand what you're going through. You know, the world is hard. You know, it's a different world out here. And as men, we have to buckle up and and, and knuckle up and, and fight through it. You know, you know, you got to back against the ropes like Ali and, you know, let the world kind of box itself out, get tired. Then you got to swing. But he was just letting me know, you know, the, the, the processes he's going through. And and it made me think that, you know, in this world, as a man, you got to go through the processes almost on your own. Because one, other people ain't set up to help you. Two, you may be entering foreign territory to yourself and you don't know how to help it. You don't know how to fix it yourself. And 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 three, you really don't want to reach out because you don't know who to reach out to. And and while he's talking to me and I'm listening, that's what I'm thinking. Like, man, you know what? This man, I mean, it was good he reached out to me. It was good that he said, I'm going to reach out to my man. But I felt like I felt his struggle. You know, and saying like, yo, I know what it's like when you got to reach out to somebody and you don't know who to reach out to. So you call you, you you boil down and call the people you trust the most. And he trusted me enough to to call me. And and I, I hope I was empathizing enough with his situation. I hope I was sympathetic enough. I hope I was listening enough. So he understood. I understood what you're going through. Um, I hope things get better. I've been in these positions before. But, you know, it's hard when, when as men, when we talk to each other because we don't necessarily know if that's what we feel. We don't know if we're, if we're delivering that message because as men, we try not to as men, we try to listen. And we try to talk. But when we talk as men, we try to fix no matter whose problem it is, we try to fix the problem. That's one of our problem as men. We're always trying to fix a problem. And as men, when we talk, we don't want our problems fixed. We want our problems heard. So when you talk to a man and you're talking to have your problem heard, you're also talking to a man who is used to fixing. So it's hard as a man to hear a man talk. You know what I'm saying? I know it sounds confusing, but guys get it. The guys understood what I just said, even though it does sound really confusing. They understood what I just said. Um, so you do. You want to be apathetic. You want to be empathetic and you want to be sympathetic. But at the same time, you want to fix your man. I, I don't want none of my friends to be going through stuff. You know, when I talk to my friends and they tell me what they're going through, my first reaction is, how can I fix this? How can I help this? And their initial reaction may not may not be. I want your help. Their reaction may be, I just want your ear. But I know when I talk to them, their first reaction is, how can I fix my man? And a lot of times I'm just talking because I need to talk. So as men, we have a hard time talking to each other and communicating effectively because we are fixers. But hey, just just I say all that to go back to say. It is a cold world. Bring your own heat. Not to say nobody else can help you, but to say, you know, you got to be helping yourself to some extent. And 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 it's easier to know you could depend on yourself 
because if something falls through, if your man can't help you, you got to be there to help yourself. Now I'm there for it. I'm always there for my people. If, if I can help you, I'm help you the best way possible. Whatever I got to do to make sure you get over it, get through it and get around it. That's just me as a person. But also understand the need to uh, be prepared to help self. You know, that's what we taught. That's how we think. That's how we work as men. We go for self. We got to know how to help ourselves, fix ourselves and do for self. That's just the way of the world. Um, that's basically it. Yo, um, what was I about to say? Oh, yeah. If you missed it, Sunday that just passed, the Grammys did a salute to hip hop. They did a, basically a two hour concert. I suggest you go screen, you go stream it. I suggest you go out there and listen. Man, they killed it. They had everybody out there. Uh, they had the usual suspects: Queen Latifah, Moni Love, Yo Yo. But they had the unusual suspects: JJ Fad, Shy Rock, um, Roxanne Shante. They had uh, Rick Ross. They had Jeezy, Jermaine Dupree. Uh, who else did they have on there? I ain't gonna get everybody. Trust me, I'm not. They had, uh, shoot, I'm trying to think who all they had. They had Common, Talib Kweli. They had uh, Arrested Development. They had De La Soul. Um, they had, damn, they had Boosie. Boosie Badass was up there performing Wipe Me Down. Let me tell you how big that was to see Boosie up there. They had Too Short. They had E-40. Chuck D and Flavor Flav was up there performing. Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. And I don't care what you say. You may not like Will Smith, but you will respect the Fresh Prince and his hip hop. That boy is a beast. He went up there and they killed it. Uh, it was just so much going on. It was basically a two hour free concert. There was no awards given. There was no long soliloquies given. MC Light performed. I mean, it just was. It was everything you want to see, especially in a free concert. All big names. And they had Lotto, Glorilla, uh, Corey LeRae. I mean, it was everybody you want to see. It was just, it was just amazing. I, I tell you, it was great. So um, go check out the Grammys Salute to Hip Hop. Definitely worth watching. Uh, definitely way to end. I'm, I'm just going to end it on this note because I was so hyped. Hey, uh, Christmas is still coming up like I've talked about multiple times. Let's salute. Let's Let's support these black businesses. Let's go out there and buy stuff um, and, and just help them get a boost. Uh, Laroc Clothing, uh, The Soap Dish, Edna's MKVIP Man Cave, uh, The Wine Cellar or The Wine Junkie. Um, who else got something? Hey, all these, everybody I'm mentioning, you can find on Facebook. All you got to do is type me in your search bar. They'll pull up, support these people, get them, uh, get them your business. But more importantly, give the gift of giving. I'm telling you, everything you put back in our community for us, to us, will will stay with us. That's the thing. We we don't generate regenerative dollars. We generate outgoing money. If we keep our income incoming within us, in our community, in our neighborhood, we'll be fine. We're quick to give our money away. Let's keep it with us. Let's support these small businesses, especially through the Christmas holiday. They make they, they make a living off what you're trying to spend. You know, you can go to the big box stores all day, but support some locals, support some smalls because they definitely need it. You know what I mean? Uh, with that being said, y'all, hey, 
peace in the Middle East. I want to give a shout out to my man, that boy, Leroy. He out there uh, to the Mediterranean Muslim. I see you, baby. Um, who else? Oh, man, I forgot my man's. My man hit me up. Oh, to Supreme, to the Supreme Knowledge. He, he shot me. He shot me out. Um, who uh, who else? Joe Mar, Marky. Thank y'all for shoot for, for shooting me one. Um, I'm going through my. I'm going through these messages right now. Um, and that's it. Yeah, that's it. So hey, y'all have a good, good, good holiday. I will come through with a Christmas episode more than likely, and I will talk to y'all later. Peace in the Middle East, and I am out.